You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. We missed like one week of, of doing stuff and I've forgotten, yeah. I've forgotten how to do this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I don't know how you get started. Oh, okay. No, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Of course. Right. Of course, man. Um, the way you started is to say that I got to be a guest on one of our um, sort of sister podcasts and I got to yeah. plug them. I, I got to be on Magnified Pod. Um, you did it. I did it. Finally. Uh, so this will be the Simpsons last. did it. This will be the last Comic Creatives episode because that's why we started the show was for yep. one of us to get on there, and then we were we were gonna call it quits. Um, no, but I got to go on and talk about Ace Troubleshooter, and um, it was a really good. It was a good episode all over. I was only on on the guest segment because those 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 boys run for like two and a half, three hours almost, something like that. Yeah breaking down a, a record but it was a good excuse to mm-hmm. listen to it was a good excuse to listen back to madness of the crowds a lot and i listened to their whole discography discography when i was prepping um, yeah and it was also cool i don't know if you noticed this but i was i was following them on the twitter and uh john warren like responded to both uh episodes which is always fun oh did he so, yeah <laughs> i'm so, yeah i'm curious if time. he's gonna listen i'm i'm yeah, listening back to Ace yeah. um, for the first time and like listening to I don't, ten plus years, mm-hmm. fifteen years, I don't know. Yeah, it'd have been something, a long time. Something for, crazy. Yeah, um, was definitely a different experience. Something that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Oh, really? Like it's it's yeah, it's one of those things where certain bands, when you listen back, you're like, oh, this is every. I get it. I get why I was just so yeah. And then listening back to Ace, I'm like, huh? What was it? I mean, they're a good band, but yeah. was it just that it was filling a void that I hadn't found yet at uh-huh. the time? Therefore, mm-hmm. my thinking back, they were like something more important than sure to me than I don't know. Yeah, I was actually uh, and. Um, I don't belabor this point too much because this is this is John and Andrew's uh, territory. But um, one thing that I was surprised about was sort of the uh, uniform nature of a lot of the guitar parts. Like there was a lot more like it's just two car two guitars doing the same power chords and a bass doing the yeah. same thing. And that doesn't that doesn't I'm not trying to like say the songs aren't complex or whatever. But like there was more of that sort of Green Day. One guitar yeah. part, one bass part, one you know, um, uh-huh. linked up with the drum. There was more of that than I remembered. I remembered more intricate things playing off each other. Um, yeah, on that first record especially. And there are moments where you have guitar harmonies and stuff like that. But um, I think it was just there yeah. were just a couple songs that they they really did some interesting things with. Yeah, and then the rest of them were just kind of more traditional. Sure. Yeah. Uh, melodic kind of pop punk. Sure. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I still I still liked those records. I went back and listened to them. They were yeah. they were good. I enjoyed them. But um, yeah, but yeah. I, so I I mean I I liked them too. It's just I remember loving them. Sure. I remember just like <laughs> sure. Ace Troubleshooter yeah. was the band. Yeah, of course. They like were I great. remember in 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 like 
early high school like drawing the little ace troubleshooter oh, matchstick yeah, yeah, yeah. guy uh-huh, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. and i'm like thinking of like ooh, could i get this tattooed on my forearm would that be cool nice like of course nice <laughs> yeah i mean don't get me wrong i i still like them i'm it's probably yeah. very good that you didn't do that um yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> Uh, but then uh, I was going to compare it to some. I, I listened to who did I listen to the other day that was like um, an older kind of like nineties two thousand like mm-hmm. Christian band that I was like, oh, I still totally get it. And I oh I, really? Yeah, huh. that's interesting. <sighs> who was that? Well, I went down a rabbit hole. It wasn't Noggin Toboggan right? Because I can no, understand you still getting I, that. I, I don't really consider them like a Christian yeah, band. No, though. I, yeah, they're kind of just like a, a little <laughs> weird, weird punk band that played churches because yeah, they were true. someone gave them permission. Yeah, yeah, that was how um, they felt. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, it was like a. I think it was like a bigger band. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. I don't, this isn't what this pot. Like, let's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so what are we talking about, Joe? What are we talking uh, about today? You, you want you know that you know that Savage Garden song, uh, the, the only Savage Garden song, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, kiss me madly deeply, and then this oh. one. No, or right, there's two. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like that could totally be a CCM, like oh yeah, worship song. Yeah, the, I, I wanna live. I wanna stand here yeah, forever. Yeah, uh huh. Praise the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that me. and then there's i got my me. favorite one is like <laughs> it's the it's the open fifth oh. praise to the one oh. sing it out <laughs> dude this I is just, your root note I, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and then you key change oh yes dude oh Shit, yeah. That man makes yeah. it sound like it's about time to pick up my kid from the daycare here at church because we're yeah, rapping. Sure. You know, we're. I had. Let's. I'm just. <laughs> let's just derail this real quick. Okay. I, I had a thought. <laughs> this leads in. This leads in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to a lot of Elliot Smith today. Sure. And over the past week, because mm-hmm. um, you guys can read the mm-hmm. episode, you probably don't just listen blindly. I, I don't do that to anything. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. It's weird if you do. Yeah. Don't be weird. Yeah. And uh, what I realized about myself, uh-huh. when I'm listening to music <laughs> with words, you know, like songs. You know, like songs that people write. Yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> I can imagine for some people listening to a song, it's as easy to understand what they're saying to you as it is just communicating, like talking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's like you're using words. Mm-hmm. I'm using words. You're not struggling at all with what I'm saying. Nope pretty automatic yeah for me i don't know what it is i don't uh-huh. know if it's this weird uh, disconnect or uh almost like an maybe like an add type of tendency okay to where if you put a melody to it yeah i have to work to listen to what you're saying yeah no i understand that um okay i weirdly enough i i think you know it might not be super expected that i would agree with that sentiment but i very much agree Uh with that i very much agree with that sentiment i can really and it's gotten more it's gotten to be more the case as i've gotten older but i can definitely listen to like for today i don't have a bunch of points about uh elliot smith's lyrics like 
I'm sure they're good. And the ones that I know, yeah. I think are really cool and evocative and stuff like that. But I don't have a bunch of points about them. Even for yeah. songs, and I'm a lyrics dude, but even for songs that I love the lyrics, I have to read them in order to okay i'll just make well, noise i'll that, make uh, noises I'd, that are like the right the right con- um not consonants but the right vowel noises um but i don't yeah, necessarily I, I'm, know i'm wondering if there oh, it, i didn't expect you to say that and it yeah. makes me feel better about like Good. not being able to do that yeah 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 um but i but that being said i wonder if it's just two different sides of your brain that yeah. have to i mean i'm sure there are people who just listen to a song and they're like yeah, I'm hearing all the words no, because this is how we communicate. There absolutely are. And actually, um, and I was going to say this anyway, I was going to say um, Maggie will probably listen to this episode because she's very into Elliot, Elliot Smith. And I don't know that she's listened before. So welcome to the listenership. Yeah. Um, but also she can do that. Like she will do that. She'll okay. she'll talk to, she'll like tell me what words sometimes to songs are that I like a lot that I don't know the words right. to. And she knows them just because she's heard me listening to them in the oh, next cool. room or whatever. So good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I hundred percent have to yeah to 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 read them in, uh, yeah yeah same. I have to I cool. have to read them. Yep, for sure. Sweet. Um, now not not every time. Like sometimes when they're just super super clear. Yeah. If I and yeah. some of that just comes from wanting to sing along to something. If I'm driving in the car yeah, or whatever. I, I found yeah, and I found that like uh one one person specifically, and uh-huh. I think it's just the way he writes songs. Dave Bazan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just, I. It's like he's talking to you. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you just know the uh, he, words but that he's he, saying, uh, and uh, and it may just be that he does not. He he takes his time with it's what true. he's saying. It's true. He does, and it's in a melody that's <laughs> a little surprising. But this is exactly what you expect. <laughs> yeah. These are my words. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, yep. Makes sense, but uh, and that, and that's not <clears throat> that's not a slide at all. That's like yeah. a I, I yeah I I I feel like I listened to a lot of Dave and we did that episode. Yeah, but when I was doing that, I'm like I think the reason I was so intrigued at the time is that the lyrics I couldn't hide from the lyrics yeah, because they were just so yeah. mm-hmm. there and then the center. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and somewhat with Elliot Smith, there's a few there's a few songs that um yeah let, let's start this way. Mm-hmm. My cool band guy card um, has officially been taken away. Okay, as of today. Yeah, um, and I I'm gonna make a, a case, <laughs> make make excuses uh-huh. for why I've never listened to Elliot Smith sure. in my thirty something years of life. Right. Yeah. Um, I produce music. I write music. Uh-huh. I was in a touring band for like <clears throat> several years uh-huh. around the time of Elliot Smith's. That's true. La- biggest success. That's true. Uh, we kind of started when he was yeah. at the top. Started playing music in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he articulated it better than I could in an interview I watched. Today. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he said that um, people like to label him as a folk artist. And I've been told that he's a singer-songwriter folk artist yes. my whole life. Yep. And he said... <laughs> He's like I am not, I am couldn't be further from mm-hmm. a folk artist. Yeah. I he said um what did he say? He said people say I'm Paul Simon. He's like I am not Paul Simon. I'm not. <laughs> it's not. It, we're not the same thing at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I had known, if I had taken a chance and gone in and to to yep. kind of dig in and explore that, and and this is probably a character flaw. Folk music in general, yeah, or singer songwriter music in general. Yes. Um, 
just turns me off. And this is what, and this is one thing I wanted to bring up, which is I said just to give the listeners a little mm-hmm. context here. This was one of this is the way I sold you on doing this episode, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't want you to think that Elliot Smith is a dude in leather shoes with a guitar who yeah. you know sings about his problems even though that's exactly what he is um but it's not he is kind, not i it, mean yeah kind yeah of, but like kind he's, of. he's not a I don't cookie, think he, he's not a cookie cutter like bob dylan sort of knockoff no he, he has no real like country or sort of roots influence no um, not at all <clears throat> i mean yeah more so you hear it more so if someone covered like you sent me a playlist of stuff to check out yeah 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 and in some of the covers you could see how the songs could be kind of taken a little bit more singer-songwriter-y. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the way he sings it and plays it, it's just really not. It's not that. It's just not that at no. all. And so those covers that I sent you, interestingly enough, those covers were, which for people who are listening, that was uh, Seth Avett and Jessica Lee Mayfield, um, mm-hmm. who are both like uh, Seth Avett's and the Avett Brothers, who's like a sort of, they have some punk rock roots, weirdly enough, but they're like a sort of yeah, alt they, country, they got their, alt folk, yeah. whatever. They um, got their start like playing for Johnny Cash's studio band right. like mm-hmm. around the the hurt days. Right. So right. that's kind of was their they're in, yeah. you know. So they're going to they're going to live in that. Yes. You know. Yeah, it's very Americana sort of whatever. Yeah. Um and the same with Jessica Lee Mayfield, she weirdly has some grunge influence, but at the same time it's yeah. it's she comes out of like, bluegrass and all this stuff. So Yeah. Um, I I feel like I was confused by Je- Jessica Lee Mayfield and who that was because I felt oh, like my really? only in with her was like more grunge yeah does she have she she took a turn so like her early stuff was very singer songwriter gcd sort of stuff and then she took a turn in this one thing and she shaved her eyebrows off and dyed her hair pink and then started playing like okay weird druggy grunge hearing her accent the way she sang these elliott smith songs which is doesn't sound like elliott smith at all no um i was like oh that's not the same person oh yeah because this this is like like yeah a cool indie but southern <laughs> uh-huh yeah no, that's her and i'm like i like there's the same but no okay yeah, that's her and and yeah. her brother david mayfield has the band the david mayfield parade which i don't know if you've listened to them or not okay, I, but mm-hmm. um he produced the avid brothers records and has produced okay. has produced a bunch of stuff and he's phenomenal so um granted well, he's a style you wouldn't particularly love but at the same time yeah very good um, and yeah you know, and the, the take the, the this should be a lesson to anybody. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, don't judge a book by its cover. That's right. <laughs> it turns out, it turns out, Elliot Smith is dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's um, very good. Yeah. It, it was, so, so, so let me let me say this. As long as we're before we leave Jessica Lee Mayfield and all that, because that's not the point yeah. of this. That was sort of the reason I included those elements. For you, I was going to bring this up. Yeah, the reason the reason I included those elements for you was because that was how I had to get into, and this is why I say, you know, my partner yeah, Maggie's probably going to listen to this because she's loved Elliot Smith forever. And then sure. when I started listening to him for a very long time, I was like, nope, not into it. Just yeah. not into it. I understand that the songs are technically good, but I'm just not yeah. not feeling it. And so it took that cover record where I was going through like a, I like folk and indie and stuff like that. And so yeah. I had to hear other people cover his songs to be yeah. able to understand I, what they were i think what's interesting is it it did the opposite thing for me sure. um yeah you, i'm listening to this playlist i'm like oh yeah okay yeah 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 so elliot smith is like a sad emo john lennon <laughs> yeah that's 
sure. very cool. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I hear these covers that are kind of more folk singer songwriter. I'm like, and then and then I hear his versions. And I'm like, oh, I'm really into him. Him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If fair that enough. makes sense. It does. So, and for me, yeah. for me, the whole deal was never. It was never instrumentation or style or anything like that. It was his vocal performance. Like his. Yeah. For some reason, his voice was a pretty high bar for entry for me. Um, yeah. Like it took me a while to acclimate to it. I don't know why. Sure. But for a long time, yeah, I didn't like no, it. Um, yeah, and again, for me, I think it's the it's opposite. The reverse. I think yeah. it's it's the reverse. It's like, oh, this is I've heard this emulated over and over again, yeah. and I'm like, I think I this is the source. That's this is from. like, yep. this is this is 1998. I've got a four track and a cassette. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. I've I've I'm I'm stereo tracking everything because I have four tracks, an acoustic guitar, and a voice. Yeah. So I've got a voice on either side, an acoustic on either side. Mm. The preamp's a little too hot because yeah. I'm not sure how to do it yet. <laughs> yeah. And a little bassy, yeah. and it's just saturated yep. in a way that like just f- feels good going through your ears. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, and in, in in regards to to uh, his voice, I I, I, re- I watched an interview where, um, and again, it, the, to most people who've been listening to Elliot Smith their whole lives, like again, my cool guy, cool mm-hmm. band guy, music guy cards revoked, whatever, whatever. Sure. Don't don't shame me, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I've listened to so many artists that apparently were directly inspired by yes. Elliot Smith. I think it it works. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, everything he even said, I love them. I just <laughs> thought he was. I thought he was a folk guy, and yeah. I don't like folk music. Yeah. Um, well, and that, that's not fair to say, but generally, if we're talking just a genre, folk, I'm not going to, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to shuffle a, a folk music, um, yeah. Pandora folk music, right? Is, yeah. Yes. And, and folk music has a goal that I don't think you care about. You know what I mean? I, it's like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you oh, could 100%. make, you could make a good, it's, it's not that you haven't engaged with or thought about good folk music. It's that folk music is trying to do something with music that you don't particularly care about doing with yeah. music. You know what I mean? And may, maybe it's, maybe it's tell a story. Maybe sure. it's, yeah. um, I love movies, man. Uh-huh. Like All right. uh-huh. if I'm just looking for a story, I'm going to spend my time watching movies right uh-huh yeah ellie smith's telling stories but he's doing more it's more than he's that. doing other yeah, things it's not it's not just about stories yeah um, and um, this isn't this isn't my take a dump on folk music sure um, <laughs> episode but it's to say yeah. that elliot smith is not a folk singer right yeah 100 um, so 100 he's a singer songwriter we've already said this he's an american singer songwriter yeah. i don't know if i said it or not he's born in nebraska i was gonna say that yeah so that's omaha, a fun, I, think. I think so something like that or he lived in omaha lived well in omaha, real quick yeah. what i was gonna say about his voice is <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah. I was watching an interview today mm-hmm. and they were talking about the tone of his voice which mm-hmm. is you know for you was kind of a, a barrier to entry yeah um which i guess makes sense because it is very specific it is it's a very specific kind of tone and sound mm-hmm and for me, a band that has a very specific sound, mm-hmm. um, if it works, is my in. Or mm-hmm. a band that does something very specific, like something just very like, mm-hmm. um, just not off the shelf, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It does. Um, and, and a lot of times those types of <coughs> choices are, are a risk. Yeah. Because they're either going to be dope or, yeah. oh, I don't think I like that. Yeah, right? it didn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, uh, this interviewer was talking talking to him about why why he sang like that and how he got to sing like that and he said that you know bef- uh, in earlier bands mm-hmm. you know they were playing this kind of 
louder rock and roll music and he spent so much time trying to sing over everything yeah um sing over the guitars and the drums and he's mm-hmm. like he's like I, it just felt like i'm like i didn't like the timbre of the my voice mm-hmm. um i was getting hoarse all the time and i just felt it, it just felt like a macho thing he uh, said it felt macho to yeah, do that yeah, yeah and so he's like when i was 13 in my room with my four track I was just singing quiet into a microphone and I'm like, that felt right. Yeah. Yeah. And it just so happens to be, that's the thing that, you know, yeah. and I, th- I, th- I find that so interesting that the, the volume at which you sing out of your cr- cranium, mm-hmm. push air out of your cranium, <laughs> um, yeah. can determine whether, <laughs> yeah. whether you, it, it works or not. Yep. Absolutely. Like if he, you know, him just <clears throat> Like even on his on his 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 albums, the Elliott Smith albums, mm-hmm. where he's got a full band, he's not shouting. Oh no, 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 he no. doesn't at all. No. And that's just, it. It it just it just feels good. It's like mm-hmm. it's happy. It's sad. It's relaxing. It's yeah. it's all complex. Of these things. Yeah, it's, it's um, yeah, and we'll it, yeah we'll get to the yeah that stuff. Yeah, we'll get to that stuff. Oh, I'll, I'll talk and yeah, we'll talk ahead. about your your uh your strategy in that playlist which was smart. Okay. You I'm may cu- not even you I, may not even know I'm curious to, do that. to hear it articulated to me cuz I did have a, I was ma- I was arranged it in that way at the time on purpose. I didn't just throw them on there, yeah. but at the same time uh I'm curious to see what you're thinking there. Um and I would have to look at it again. But I do I I one thing I wanted to say you were talking about on his Elliott Smith records where he has a band, right? At least to my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong if you saw something else but it's all him right um it's playing everything i think so i think he i don't know um, i have no idea i believe so i don't know if he's playing everything but he's playing the main structural parts of every song so like he's playing drums he's doing all the stuff um but uh but yeah so he was it's funny that you said he felt like that his earlier bands he was in earlier bands so one of them was called stranger than fiction apparently um the the one that's best known was called uh heatmeister uh, yes. Is that right, Heatmeister? Uh, I think something like that, or Heatmeister. Yeah. I can't remember. One of those Hit, is the Christmas yeah. movie, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, and um, I listened to a little bit of one of those albums, yeah. and it felt like yeah, it felt like an uh, uh, yeah Heatmeister. And it felt like if you took like a '90s college band rock uh-huh. and mixed it with like Thursday. Interesting. Yeah. Remember Thursday? Yeah, I like, do remember Thursday, Thursday or yeah. like early. Yeah. Like I feel emotive, that's kind of emo. Yeah, but that's like, interesting. Playing guitar, huh? Like, there's definitely a connection of like he was on that he was kind yeah. of path. He was, and part of that, there there is something about his sound that it, it, it feels like one of us. It oh, it's mm. like oh, this is one of us. Mm. Like mm-hmm. he he could have he could have gone the route of playing in like skate punk bands or yes, something yes um, i i completely you know. agree with that yeah i completely agree with that um he uh um t- t- speaking about heat miser like i've only listened to them a couple times i never like got really into them i want to go back and give them another chance um and yeah. and try to dig in a little bit and see but uh the the few times i've listened to them i never thought about like other bands that they sounded like aside from like you can tell they're a 90s rock band but um I, I always I always thought like oh you can hear glimpses of where he's going to go, uh, but it's almost yeah. like it's almost like watching Bottle Rocket, knowing who Wes Anderson becomes, you know, where you yeah. just see it and you can't yeah. help you can't help but see like oh he's going to become this you know very particular type of artist and he yeah. doesn't he's not completely there at that point. Um, 
Yeah, no, you're you're mentioning that he didn't like to sing over stuff because he thought it was like a macho thing. He, yeah, I wonder if he like had a thing about that because his name also, and I'm sure you saw this, his name also wasn't actually Elliot, right? That's not his given name. Steve. Steve. Steven. Yeah, and he changed it because he thought Steve sounded Steve like a Steve was jock. macho. <laughs> yeah, it was a jock Steve name. was a ma. Yeah. And, and then Steven was uh, bookish or like nerdy or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. And and there is there there is an an elegance and soft to the name Elliot. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um there's a there's a yeah, I'm making fit, I mean, a, hand, if, a if, hand gesture of like yeah. a wave. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I mean it fits. Like it fits yeah. with him and what he ends up doing. So it's like a it's an interesting type of like self-branding that he's doing with that. Sure. Um, you know. So I've I've thought yeah. about I've thought about going by a different name so many times oh, like yeah. for like uh like film stuff and music stuff and I'm yeah. like Yeah. I think it's too late for me, but like it's just like, <laughs> yeah, just might as well I mean, be named it's, Joe Schmoked. It's too, it's too late to be like. It's probably too late to be to take like a Junkie XL type name. You know what yeah. I mean? But I don't yeah. know if it's too late for like just a different first name or a different last name or whatever. You know, just a different yeah. name. But um, anyway, that's neither here nor anyway. there. If you if you if you uh, if you have thoughts about. Joe changing his name. Please reach out. Let us know. Yeah. I even thought about uh, spelling it just like J O Stockton, kind of like, and that is a little more feminine, right? Yeah, uh-huh. um, like it's the short for like what Joanna or Sometimes. Josephine yeah. or Joey, mm-hmm. what any of the yeah. But uh, then the Audrey Hepburn's character in Funny Face was named Joe Stockton with an without an E. Oh really? Yeah, Joe Stockton. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's Isn't interesting. Weird? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's fine. So if I were ever Googled, it would it, that would probably ah, come up first. Yeah, it doesn't pass the Google <laughs> test. Um, yeah. All right. So let's see. Uh, he gets uh, Elliot Smith gets famous through an interesting sort of route. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not going to be able to spout off all the details, and I didn't write them all down. But it has to do with his connection to the film industry. Is sort of yes. how he gets famous, right? Um, mm-hmm. Who who was it that heard him and started putting him in movies? Would it was it uh, um, Van Zant? Was that right? Gus Van Zant. Gus Van Zant. Would, that would make sense because yeah. it was Goodwill Hunting yeah. that his his song Miss Misery was placed in, mm-hmm. yeah. and he directed that movie. Gus yeah. Van Zant directed that movie, <clears throat> yep. and he won an Oscar for that song. Okay, yeah. So that would make that was his big his big spotlight. His big in was. He, he he said it was like uh, playing. He played that song at the Oscars. He's yeah. like, it's like playing in a big room full of strangers who aren't there to see you. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're yeah. not there to see you. But he's like, he's like, but it was like, you know, it was a cool party. Like yeah. it was a cool. It yeah. was a cool place to visit. I, I, you he, know, he had a good quote. I, I I saw a quote where he was talking about that thing. And it's funny if you watch the the performance. Like he almost looks like like not like he looks uncomfortable or out of place or whatever. But he's just like he just looks like it's him with no plan for how to be there. So he got a white suit and put it on and then just went up yeah. and started playing. Like it looks mm-hmm. like he's at a talent show or something like that. It's a yeah. very strange, it's good performance, but um, and he said something to the effect of like, I wouldn't want to live on that world mm-hmm. or live in that world, but it was fun to like, feel like I was walking on the moon for a day or something like that. Yeah. Uh, just felt fun like a trip this, to the moon. Yeah, yeah. This totally alien experience. Um, mm-hmm. So Goodwill Hunting's how he comes to be known, and he sort of has this beat throughout his career of like showing up at prominent places in films. Um, 
So he's in Goodwill Hunting. Miss Misery is. Uh, he has a song in American Beauty. Remember that movie? Um, yeah. Yeah. He has a song in there. He has a song in the movie called uh, Up in the Air, which I never saw. Uh, Jason Reitman movie. Um, is that the George Clooney movie? It could be. That sounds That's right, like, but I'm actually not sure. Yeah. yeah um, I think so. Yeah, it could be. Let's and, see. And then the other, just while you're looking that up, the other um, big one that we can talk about a little bit is uh, is um, Royal Tenenbaums. He has a he has okay. a song in there, um, which is, I mean, that checks out. Wes Anderson movie with some Elliot yeah. Smith in it. Yeah, Up um, in the Air is, um, who directed it? It's Jason Reitman, yeah. and it's um, based on a novel okay. by Walter Kern. And it is starring George Clooney. George Clooney. I, I saw it um, at a time where I would not have appreciated. Because yeah. I, I I saw it, it was a George Clooney movie, and you think George Clooney movie, you think, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. George Clooney movie. Oh, not good and then I wa- Sure. Yeah, and, and then, I, you know, then, then you watch it, and you're like, oh, I feel weird yeah. Watching, yeah, after yeah. watching that. And those are the types of movies where I'm like, now I'm like, mm. oh, it's good to feel wor- weird after watching <laughs> yeah. a movie. Yeah, you don't it- have to always... It doesn't, they don't all all have to be super bad, which yeah. thank God for super bad. Thank though. God, yes. We got to do a super bad episode. How have we not done that? Two hundred percent. How the shit have we not done a super bad episode? Oh my God. I think I think super bad, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, formed my sense of humor. Yeah. No. Um, at least yeah. at least a, a large chunk big, of it. Yeah, big chunks. I of think it. I've already quoted the movie a few times in this you episode. You have. You have. Okay. Like really on the sly too. Like yeah. things that you did not call attention to them being references of any kind. It's just yeah. that I know it's that just, those are Yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, 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 whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so before we leave Jason Reitman behind, I found a really nice quote that I thought um, that I thought you'd be interested in. He says um he says, Elliot Smith's voice was an instrument created for scoring film. Um, he used, let's see, used Smith's Angel in the Snow song. Um, he said, he sings like a gently strummed guitar. His lyrics don't interrupt the on-screen dialogue, but rather they serve as an underscore. They add weight and emotion without interrupting the on-screen conversation. Um, and that, that was you know, an interesting thing that I had never thought about, but that's another yeah. advantage of his vocal styling for use in films. Um you know that, and that that makes sense. Um, there, there's a certain quality. There, there's, it, there's, there aren't any harsh um, frequencies in his voice. Yeah, it's all kind of like smooth mid range. Yeah, and the way he sings is not, um, is not. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Abrasive at all? I yeah. guess mm-hmm. it, it's not uh, intrusive. Um, and if you th- stop thinking about words it's just this kind of yeah pleasant it is a pleasant kind of instrument it's right? a melodic instrument yeah mm-hmm. um and in scoring movies and my least favorite thing to do in scoring a movie which uh i've i've scored like seven or eight features mm-hmm. now which is nice. pretty cool hell yeah um i've done sound design for more but mm-hmm. you know who's counting <laughs> um i'm counting yeah this guy Counting them. Counting them up. Let's see how many lifetime movies am you, I in? You and uh, IMDb. Let's see, three. You and IMDb both counting. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the thing, the the thing, I'd, it, I, I almost, I almost feel like when you're scoring a movie, mm-hmm. uh, it auto, for me, it automatically cheeses it when you put music under dialogue. 
Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's you oh know, at and, all. And at all. Oh, like interesting. I, I, always, I just feel stupid huh. putting music under dialogue. That's interesting because because it's manipulative. Yeah. Um, if you're scoring just imagery, yeah, you're you're putting <laughs> you're putting the dialogue on the screen. Uh. But when the dialogue's there, yeah. you're forcing a feeling onto the dialogue, huh. if that makes sense. It does. Um, and I just I just feel dumb every time. That's wild. That's and not a it, common thing though, right? That's not like that's not like the one hundred and eighty degrees rule or anything, right? Where like it's like most filmmakers know not to put music under dialogue. That's not. Oh thing, no! Is it? Most music, most most yeah. movies are wall to wall. Wall to wall. Yeah. Yeah. A ninety yeah. minute mo- movie yeah. a lot of times has eighty something minutes Jesus of music. Jesus Christ! Which okay. to me is just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and I I feel like a lot of movies need that music under the dialogue. And and we're as 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 just consumers and humans. Mm-hmm. We're trained to just accept it. We don't think about it. We no. don't think it's cheesy. No. But when I'm you're consciously forcing it in there, it. yeah, uh-huh. it just automatically st- I start to feel like, huh? Oh, is this a, is this a CW moment? Is this yeah. a lifetime moment? <laughs> what am CW I doing moment. to this? You yeah, know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, it worked for George Clooney, in whatever that yeah. movie was called, Up in the Air. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, there there is something different though about putting like an actual like a pop song yeah yeah i don't know i don't know where i was going with that no sure um talking about my craft a little bit yeah (laughs) you like Uh, that accent i like it yeah this is a new character you got going you're working on yeah that's good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah keep that pompous composer (laughs) that's good i don't know why that that just works that trips off the tongue um so did you watch was the episode or the episode the interview that you watched with elliot smith was it the one with carson daly um no okay because i want to see uh, i want to see them play off each other so i just saw carson this morning on good morning america dude yeah it it was it was three minutes long that i found it and the reason i ask is because he talked about something that you said earlier um i forget exactly what it was but nonetheless um it was Carson Daly with his whole Carson Daly energy that he was yeah, bringing. I call him Carson Daly. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. So Car- Carson Daly. Carson Daly. Um, it was him trying to get, like, it was just like pulling teeth talking to Elliot Smith. And I don't mean, like, yeah. in a bad way. It's just Elliot Smith from the few interviews that I saw seemed so ill-equipped to be doing to be yeah. in a sort of spotlight position. Like I, I, I heard in uh, either a video I watched or an article I read, I don't remember, I heard him say something to the effect of like he only he would only he told his record label he would tour and he would do interviews and press, but he was only doing that to fund sitting by himself and writing music. <laughs> basically. Yeah, writing and recording. <laughs> writing music. and recording. Um, uh, yeah. Which I, I can really relate to. Yeah. Um, and I, I heard him say that in an interview. I don't remember which one it was. but Yeah. And I, I don't think it was the... I, di- I didn't see a Carson Daly one. Sure. But it was probably another one. And he yeah. probably said it a few <clears throat> times because he probably had a list yeah. of things to say in interviews because he hated doing interviews. Sure. Um, but um, once I was on stage when we used to play, I was pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. But there was always, excuse me, a sense of dread Um to yeah. play, mm-hmm. um, but I loved uh, recording and creating in the studio, and I think yeah. that's why when I became yeah. like a, a, a composer for mm-hmm. like film, it's like 
Oh, that's mm. all it is. There is sure. none of you don't have the, to go out and the do other it. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it for me was just um, I didn't understand what anxiety was yeah. back then. Uh-huh. Um, it's I think it's just a, a lot more. It's it's a thing that people just talk about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like uh, a lot of the time, I just feel dread, mm. anxious, yeah, um, worry, uh-huh. and I tr- I I try to pinpoint what it is and i i can't always it's not a thing that you can just say i'm worried about this specific no no that's why i feel this way yeah yeah and it's physiological first it's not like it comes out of thoughts it just your body does it yeah yeah and i think uh that feeling would be triggered by the unknown of what could happen when you get in front of people and play yeah um, but when you're writing and recording, you're in complete control. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually just realizing, and I'll, I'll get us back to Elliot Smith in a minute, but I'm just realizing as you're saying this, I never really liked recording <laughs> like when we were in a yeah, band. Really? No, yeah. that was my least favorite part. I was like, okay, well, we got to do, do go do these long days where you're. Yeah. S- it's just hurry up and wait. You're just sitting you around all day. You, you have, have to, to do, do it. it. You have to sit yeah. around and like, do I get to do my part? Okay, cool. Like I'm having fun playing the part, but then I get frustrated because I'm not very good and I have to do it over and over. But like, yeah. I just did not like it in general. I, I conceptualized it in my mind as liking it and now i'm only i think in this moment i'm having the realization that i didn't really care for recording back then (laughs) i really didn't i wanted to play shows and i did not really want to do that um yeah but uh but yeah let's let's um how how long are we at right now we've been talking a little bit uh like 30 like 30 minutes minutes or so do you want to do you want to break and then come back and dig into some of the music because i feel like yeah we need to get to we need to some some of that music All right, well, here, listen to this uh, cool commercial for this uh, podcast or uh, nice sports drink or uh, underwear brand or mattresses. Hey, check or out this color television <laughs> set. We'll be right back. Hi, Sugar. I'm Erica Michelle. I host a voice diary called Brown Sugar Diaries on the Rock Candy Network, where I spill all the tea about my dating experiences, life lessons, my journey to healing and wholeness, my life as an entrepreneur, student doctor, CEO of a nonprofit. And I give my opinion on the current happenings of the world. You see why I have this voice diary? I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Tune into Brown Sugar Diaries wherever you listen to podcasts and let's sip on this tea or wine. You'll cook your business, sugar, okay? And we're back. How about that? We did it. How about that? We really did it. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, let's let's jump into talking about some specifics in terms of the music. So I'm interested to hear, and you've sort of already said, like you said, you know, you like what you've heard and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what was your experience listening to Elliot Smith over the past couple of weeks? Because yeah, I've been listening um, to it for a while, but you had never heard it yeah. or never really... I mean, I, I've heard these songs before, but oh, okay. I didn't know who it was. Sure, like, sure. It was, like, yeah. um, I think what's interesting about Elliot Smith is El- mm-hmm. he he was um he he was never a pop star, right? Yeah. Um he he got very popular especially on the the wave of what uh Goodwill Hunting. What, whatever year that came out, which was in the late 90s. I mean, yeah. how old was I when he was really pop, you know, uh-huh. pretty young. Uh let's let's look that up real yeah, quick. Yeah, 97. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, uh-huh. come on, 97. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so that like uh, I I think you and I were probably just uh, 
just starting to play music at all so. yeah just starting to play music at all and and we we caught the wave of like uh the lesser yeah we the, were not the, the, yeah we, we, we were, were not sophisticated Blink. enough to be listening to this yeah in exactly the late 90s um and uh you know I, I i grew up on like bands like queen and the beatles because right. my dad loved queen uh-huh. and my mom loved the beatles loved the beatles yeah uh, bought their all their disc sets like we she'd play them on the weekends like uh-huh. um and you know she was she was always like <laughs> she, she still does this I, I wish i saw my mom more i, I feel like this since this last year it's just it just feels like i haven't seen my mom in like five years yeah. but it's only been just like this 2020 yeah. thing 2020 but yeah. she'll she'll be listening to to a song and <laughs> she can totally just shut out just a, a, a simple gcd pop song yeah but then like if like you know something like later even early yeah. beatles too it still has the it has, early beatles yeah. still has the thing has elements whatever that it. thing is it's yeah. um but like uh eleanor rigby or, uh-huh. or bohemian rhapsody yeah. these songs that are just like types of like uh um elegant and and, and musically intelligent yes. like uh-huh. pieces of music she'll start like kind of conducting in the air and she'll start kind of singing these words and like i remember (laughs) as a kid being like seeing what she was doing and i'm like Uh oh i get i you also feel that i i'm also feeling the thing you're feeling and and i'm seeing you do it yeah and my dad would my dad would wait for the cars you know to come on yeah yeah um and for me it was like i was right there in the middle of the cars are dope and sure. I feel what you're feeling. Yeah. So like I was always yeah. like this, like, oh no, ACDC is fine, and then so is um, whoever yeah. the equivalent of ACDC is, who's yeah. just like kind of, I mean, Queen, I guess. I Queen, sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, someone complex a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, I I grew up there, and mm-hmm. yeah. then. For a time, I I appreciated. I loved Phantom of the Opera. I loved all these things. But for a time, yeah, uh, punk rock music was all that was cool to me. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just like you got music, you got music that you like, and you have music that's cool. Yeah, and that's punk rock music. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> right. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Which is ridiculous, but it, it's funny. Yeah. And then later in life was when I was like revisiting the Beatles and like. Oh my, oh my mm-hmm. God! Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. things that the Beatles are doing, yeah. All the greats that we know of have just been trying to rip them. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of them. Yep. Like the Beatles found something, uh-huh. and the Beatles didn't like to play. The Beatles didn't play very many shows at all. Right. Yeah. Um. They spent the last years, half their career. Just, it was just studio stuff, right? Just in the studio writing songs. You had these 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 two just. Giant melons of uh-huh. of musicians, yeah. uh, you know Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Yep. Where if if one of them didn't know where to take the song, the other one did. Sure. Yep. Don't worry, I've got this and part. I, I gotta throw out, I gotta throw out that George is also amazing. Like Ringo's cool. Yeah, he's fine. Ringo's he's cool. Fine. Whatever. It's nice that Ringo. I don't know much about George. Is there? Yeah. George is also he's a, he's a contender. He's not. You know. I sure. know it's all it's yeah. all Paul and John, but like George is a contender. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, kind of discovering that later on mm-hmm. 
if I had any inkling, is inkling a word? Yeah. That I would, it, right? that, that I would find yeah. that plus this weird, sad, emo uh-huh. thing yeah. in this artist that I thought was like a singer-songwriter folk, folk hammer artist on who C. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just feel like I've had so many... I've just, you know... Yeah. Better late than never. Never, I guess. But sure. When, yeah. you, when you know, you sent me this. You sent me this playlist, and the the uh, the first song on it is "Son of Sam." Yeah. Let's let's. Uh, which is apparently about a serial killer. Which is yeah. Son of Sam was a serial killer. Yeah, I don't know anything about a serial killer. Huh. Um, but um, <laughs> was so he the guy? Let, I think he was the guy. His dog told him to do it. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, you you, you got to listen to your dogs. That's true. It's important. That's true. It is. So, yeah, let's play a little of the song. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, okay, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. I like this. Sure. <laughs> oh, what's oh, that? Oh, Okay, okay, he's just going down. Ooh. That's... Oh, that's the Beatles. Yeah. Okay. Something's happening Okay. You got the groove. Hmm. He's very much into the the arrangement, uh-huh. uh huh, the chord progressions, the harmonies, the the production. Yeah, the way that you could feel like the drums are recorded in such a way. Where he probably had a huge budget. This was Figure Eight. This was his oh, yeah, sellout album. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his yeah. sellout album sounds like this. Yeah, like come on, exactly. Don't call. It, shut yeah. up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so just just hearing the arrangement, the. And yeah. I can see my mom conducting to this right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Grunge guitar, but in a blues kind of fashion. Yep. It's like you know, th- there are just so mm, many elements there. God. That's not that's not folk. That's no, not grunge. No, no, no. no. Um, uh-uh. It's no. a lot of things, and it's that classic. He's not singing very loud. Yeah, it's double tracked. Yes, you can tell he figured that's, out early on when he had that four track in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. If I sing it twice and hard pan it, it sounds really cool. Yep, and he just does that over and over again. He does it on pretty a, much everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is, I mean, the the inter- one of the interesting things to me about Elliot Smith generally is he is able to do all of these things that we are talking about, and you can't talk about him without talking about the Beatles. It's a clear line, you know? Yeah, but certainly. it's also not Panic at the Disco's second record, right? Which was... Yeah. 100%. Here's which a was, here's a Beatles record. Except yeah, you know what I mean? They this is, also this is our were, tribute to the Beatles. Yes, and you they can were just also tell doing that some the Beatles of this stuff. Are, 
but yeah, that's but not, it just feels like the it feels like the Beatles are just part of his yes. whatever that DNA of yes. how he's learned music. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. And and it's not yeah it it's it's the Beatles but it's more than the Beatles right I mean yeah. it is Elliot uh-huh. Smith ultimately and it's he he somehow manages to do a lot of things where if you plucked out his voice and played me thirty seconds of that in isolation I might go oh it's the it's the Beatles right or something like that yeah. but um, I don't know the the way in which he is able to be complex is interesting to me yeah. Um, um, one thing lyrically that I picked up on, not in that song, but in like yeah. two songs on this playlist specifically. Yeah. There, there's real like, um, you hurt me, so I want to m- make you feel insignificant energy. Ah, interesting. <laughs> it, like somebody that I used to know, like he, he's just like yeah. shrugging this person off. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, one of the, uh, maybe ballad of ballad of big nothing. Maybe it oh, was man. just another song where it's just like, yeah. Um. Oh, you you think I'm mad? I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah. That maybe those aren't the. I don't know if that's what he's saying, but that's mm-hmm. what I felt when I was listening. Is like, oh, you think? No, I'm not mad. I don't. I don't feel anything for you. You're not. Yeah. You're not. You don't mean anything. It's a big nothing. Yeah. And you know he doesn't mean that. Yes. You know he doesn't mean right. that. It's right. just, and it, there's just, but there's there's like a real like, oh, that's that's like. Hard, like there's just there's a there's an aggression there, mm-hmm. um, like an emotional aggression that yeah. like um just feels so much like the elegant version of um cut my wrist and black my eyes you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. like which yeah. when we were kids yeah. that was like yeah this is on like you know i if you said that your aol aim screen name wasn't a taking back sunday lyric <laughs> yeah. ever you're God. a liar like i feel like i was half conscious at that point in our lives like sure. I, don't, I don't feel like i had a full consciousness but even I, even my dumbass, was looking at yeah. stuff like that and going like, "You're cramming too much." I get it. You have to have a love romance word and a violence yeah. word, and you just push them yeah. together, right? Like, yeah. uh, it was so so cheesy. But this is like, <laughs> this is this is like grown up emotional, you know, yeah. territory. Like, um, yeah, these are grown it's, up emotions. That's, that's yeah. I mean, kind of doing that to somebody is like a pretty like um very that's that's complicated oh yeah it's not okay to like yeah and also also i do want to i did that's what grown-ups do to each other yeah right (laughs) well unfortunately um unfortunately but i i uh i did come across a quote that i think might be worth mentioning here from uh i i want to say it was it was either heat miser's old bass player or it was the bass player on uh, one of his like live bands or something like that on one of his tours. But uh, the guy was saying, uh, I don't think... He, he was saying after Elliot died, uh, I think people projected onto him too much based on how he died. And he was like, he was like, people try sure. to read, he was like, people try to read too much autobiographical stuff into his songs. And he was like, sure. so a lot of it is character work and narrative and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's not yeah. all and everybody writes from their experience and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. um, it is one of I mean, those that, things but where, that's, yeah. yeah, that's just inevitable like yeah of course yeah yeah. you know you um but it could be fictionalized is all i'm saying you know Um, so i think that was very smart to 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 start with a song like that uh uh-huh yeah if if it if maybe if you had just started with like an acoustic and and singing like i don't know i did have taken i did do that on purpose yeah um but uh, i don't remember the song now it was either somebody that i used let's listen a little bit more there's another in i have here sure 
Protecting the feelings that you made hard But it's your heart, not mine, that's scarred So when I go home, I'll be happy to go You're just somebody that I used to know You don't need my help anymore you can almost feel the room in those yeah. guitars. Like yes, you go the weight, and his, you can hear his fingers on them. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real quick, man. So again. Not folk music, right? No, um, no. But I would not but, have started the playlist with that song. <laughs> no, but uh, folk music's fine. Bluegrass is fine. Nickel Creek is royalty to me. I I love Nickel Creek. Yes, I I, I think Nickel Creek can do no wrong. Yes, um, yes. And uh, and I'm forgetting his name. The guitarist in Nickel Creek, Sam uh, uh, Watkins, maybe. Um, yes, is that right? Is it Sam Watkins. I'm not it's sure. Something I'll Watkins. look it up. Keep going. It's been a minute. Yeah. There are some songs that he wrote and sings on in uh, "Why Should the Fire Die." I didn't. Sean know Watkins. You. I'm sorry. Sean Watkins. Sean Watkins. Uh huh. Yeah, real Sean Watkins vibes from Elliot Smith. Interesting, but probably more so real Reversed. Elliot Smith vibes. Yeah. Um, sure. And hearing that kind of uh, through line, or feeling that through line into like Nickel Creek. Yeah, I'm I'm understanding why I like Nickel Creek so much yes. as well. It's funny that right? you say that because when I was just I was YouTubing around for Elliot Smith stuff just to kind of you know contextualize before we did this. One of the things I came across was Chris Thiele on his new radio show. Well, new in the past ten years, whatever his radio show playing. Uh, I forget From which 2010. one. Two thousand ten between the bars or something. Yeah, exactly <laughs> on his brand yeah. new show, twenty twelve. Um, but yeah, it was him playing and something, that, and he finished yeah. it up, and he goes, "We miss you, Elliot. We love you. Thank you for all the songs or something like that." It's and just, and it, yeah. and it makes so much sense yes. because what Nickel Creek and especially Chris Thiele yeah. are are capable yeah. of musically, yeah. is it's not human, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's Michael Jordan type, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know, uh, Chris Thiele's like the the Beethoven of yeah, yeah, bluegrass or the Mozart of bluegrass music, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're listening to his real bops that are just full, like e- even in um, uh, Punch Brothers, which is more kind of technically more technical, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that. There's such a, a a grounded human. Yeah. And yeah, I never wanted to call it singer songwriter because I just don't like. I don't like. You have bad associations XM, with that term. XM Radio Coffee Shop. The Coffee Shop. <laughs> um, you know, there are going to be some yeah. songs on there that I like, but I'm sure. not going to listen to that station. Gonna, like listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> what you you want me to you want me to? I'm not going to dig through garbage to get a a, a good tasting hot dog. I'm going to go to the store and buy a hot dog. You know, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. That's so funny. I gotta uh, pick. I gotta pick some I, artists. Like I'm just. That I'm. I'm being you mean. to shit on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so for sure. That'd be fun. Oh. But um, yeah, I did not expect to think of Nickel Creek while listening to Elliot yeah. Smith. Like, I just yeah. feel like, <clears throat> who is this person? Yeah. Um. Um. Let's see. What? 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to the bottom of the list because this is okay. Um, sure. Or let, let's listen to Miss Misery real quick. Yeah, because that's the you. one that um that's the one yeah, that broke him out. That, yeah, yeah. Johnny Walker Red Send the poison rain Down the drain To put bad thoughts in my head It's like some Danny Elfman well feel Put a pin in that I got something to say about that Sure It makes sense, yeah Yeah that's the Beatles right there. Yes. That's the Beatles. Yes. Men in the park read the lines in my head. Told me I'm strong and hardly ever wrong. I said, Men, you meet you. Like I'm not listening to what he's saying. Sure, yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, I get that. I'm I'm curious. I am curious. Yeah. Um, um, I, and I'm getting bits and pieces. Some some of it is very good, like um, especially between the bars is the one that sticks with me, where it's very much about like it's this sort of dialogue between him and like you know alcohol or something. Sure. You know. Um, but what you said about Danny Elfman, it's funny that you say that now that we're listening to Miss Misery because he recorded mm-hmm. an orchestral version of it with Danny Elfman. Okay. Um, and so... Because yeah. Danny Elfman scored Goodwill Hunting. Ah, there you go. So it all Danny comes Elfman, together. Yeah, this, yep. m- this song specifically was placed in a movie yep. along with Danny Elfman's music. Yep, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. had no idea that Elliot Smith and... Danny El- Danny Elfman's like to me he like yeah the the day he he gets canceled will be a day that <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, sure 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 Every, keep it you know. keep it tight Danny don't 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 let yeah, your guard down my like, man be good now yeah <laughs> be good but like is it is it bad that like that's where my head goes now like these yeah, these no, like it's not. these like older white white dudes yeah. that I just I yeah. just love I'm like oh, sure. They're, it's like like Ryan Adams. Like okay, let's talk about Ryan Adams for a second. Okay, Let me pause. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Ryan Adams for a second. Okay, I'm um, curious about your feelings on Ryan Adams. Keep going. I um for many years our mutual friend Chris Duke yeah tr- tried so hard to get me into <laughs> Ryan Adams. I can see that. Yeah. And you know Ryan Adams is like he he's like I I feel like um if you zoom out really far yeah. There's a similarity here between Ryan Adams and sure. Elliot Smith uh-huh. in yeah. a way. In a way. Mm-hmm. Zoom out. Yes. Mm-hmm. How far are you zoomed <laughs> out? Pretty far, okay? Yeah. But Shaggy hair, that's um, where I'm at. No, keep going. To me, in, in what I understood about who Elliot Smith was, yeah. was he was a Ryan Adams. Yes. And Ryan Adams is like, he, yes. there's a couple songs I've heard him like, that's fine. <laughs> but like... Um, like I'm, I'm sure he's, a, I'm sure he was a good songwriter. Yeah, when, yeah. when, when he got canceled, I, sure. I wasn't like, no. I was like, 
you know, I, I, I'm never like happy to see somebody like, uh, yeah, you know, something that, and you know, I'm not glad that he was that type of person. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not trying to get to go down there, but I wasn't like, oh no, I was like, yeah, oh no, I'm gonna feel weird listening to all his records. You weren't like that. No, I was yeah. more like, oh, Chris is gonna stop trying to get to listen to Ryan Adams. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. Um, so uh, yeah, and, and, okay. I, and, and I and I'll also say I haven't really given Ryan Adams a fair shot. I really haven't. I'm um, sure. just like I hadn't given Ellie's. Like, that's interesting. Maybe if we had done before he got canceled, maybe if I had done a Ryan Adams episode, um, mm-hmm. episode, I would have felt differently because yeah. I find that when I really try. <clears throat> And find uh, some sort of—I call it an in or a yeah. connection or, or yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah. If it's good and they seem like really interesting, specific takes on a thing, like uh-huh. I can at least enjoy it. Um, yeah. If that makes sense. It does. Um, yeah. I will so, go ahead and say, obviously, now he's canceled, so you can't you can't listen to him or you go to jail. But um, but uh, even if he wasn't a piece of shit, Ryan Adams is no Elliot Smith. <laughs> like right. he's right. he's he's good. I mean, his music is good. I like some of his music, but um he is not this. So for yeah. sure. So, um uh let's talk about uh I don't, I don't want to get too far off. Um, yeah. uh like put a pin in that. Let's listen okay. to just a little bit of LA and then I want to talk yeah, about something else. Yeah. Definitely. I really dug this track. Yeah, it's a good one. Figure 8 that that record just it's real good, that man. That works, man. It's real good. Something something about how that something about how that bass part doesn't start doesn't change is very interesting. I always expect it to yeah. transition before it does. It's yeah. Um, it's still emotionally complicated, just like everything of his, all of his stuff. Yeah. But there is a joy in that song yes. that I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's after, an upbeat song. Spe- yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, just want to listen to that song. I just really like that. I, yeah. I think it's really interesting to hear him kind of going up in that high register. Yeah. And like you would think he should be pushing you know or something. with that type of like drum sound you think it should be like somebody singing like what's his face from uh r.i.p uh what's his face from like audio slave oh yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that that mm-hmm. 90s tight yep. kind of like almost piccolo <laughs> yeah. snare uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's just ah, like just yeah. almost kind of like and that there's a there's like a whininess to yes. his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh-huh. um listening to it more, I get why you could be turned off to it. Sure. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. It's mostly for me um, the thing that was, was the thing that didn't get didn't didn't do it for me was just the air that was shot all the way through his voice. It's like it's like breath yeah. singing. Uh, something yeah. about it didn't do it. Now I like it. Like now I'm on board. Sure. But that was the thing. It's an, that, it's an acquired taste. Sometimes acquired the best taste. tastes are. Yes. Absolutely. So absolutely. Um, th- this will this is going to tie in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Phoebe Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. Have you listened to much of Phoebe Bridgers? No. Um, I know the name. She's uh, first of all, she's great. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. I've been listening to her for, especially 2020 when her new album came out. Yeah. She played SNL and like. Cool. She's she's really odd. Uh-huh. Her tweets are very like, <laughs> um, a, a very aggressive. She's always wearing a skele- skeleton suit. Huh. Uh, in 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 um. Um, in uh, her press uh-huh. because she wore it at the, for the photo shoot of her album cover, and she's like, "Oh, well, this is just something cheap and easy I can always wear." Yeah. Um, just just a really strange uh, type of person. Yeah. And the first time I heard of Phoebe Bridgers uh, was several years ago, not, probably not several, like four or five years ago. Yeah. And it was because uh, something came out about uh, her being groomed by Ryan Adams. Oh, jeez. Uh, at okay. the age of like 19 or 20. Oh, shit. Okay. And they got in a relationship. Yeah. And he was, uh, he put her on his label. Uh-huh. And then she was like, hey, you kind of suck. I don't want to do this anymore. Sure. And he stopped, uh, he stopped uh, pushing uh-huh. her music. Yeah. You know, basically like, you know, if you want to. retaliate. At, at one point, like on tour, he invited her up to his hotel room to talk and he yeah. was naked and like Jesus. it was just this whole thing where like yeah you know she you know she was young and and yeah you know really admired this person ryan Ooh. adams because ryan yeah. adams is he he is in the um the um venn diagram of of uh-huh. elliot smith and these types of sure artists yeah yeah, yeah. sort of um, sort of singular people like singular like white dude with yeah. folk influence but alt yeah and yeah yeah uh let me play just a little bit of phoebe bridger's okay uh latest kind of single sure Phoebe Bridger's so hot right now. So Phoebe Bridgers, uh, the reason I wanted to bring her up is that she's like super popular right now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, looking at her Spotify right now, her top single is called Motion Sickness. Mm-hmm. Let me see if you you might even. Anyway, yeah, um, kind of gives like, me a Maggie Rogers vibe a little bit. Um. Uh yeah, I can Less, see that. more energetic. Um, but anyway, but Phoebe Bridgers' thing is that her music's kind of sad 
Yeah. But kind of like a little upbeat, but also morbid lyrically. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I come to find out um, she's obsessed with Elliot Smith. Sure. Um, yeah. And she, uh, for years, when she moved to L.A., she visits uh, the... Uh, the painted wall oh. that was the background of figure eight mm-hmm. on his birthday every year, that yeah. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, just huh. knows his discography in and out. It's like, yeah. and if you listen to her voice, she sings kind of lighter. Yeah, and she's true. like double, double tracking. Yeah. Um, and she's super popular right now. So like, I almost feel like she's like the, um, Elliot Smith for a new generation. Right, right, right. Um, and um that she like uh was part of the reason like the lesser version of elliot smith got canceled which was ryan adams. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so um yeah yeah, yeah ryan adams um, wishes um yeah I, I i had a um so to here's a quote from 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 her she said smith's music is something more than an influence it's absolutely foundational it's like the Beatles to me, and I mean that in every way. Yeah. If someone doesn't like his music, I actually feel like I'm not going to agree with them on it about anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I, 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 for 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 some reason, I just assumed you would probably know more about Phoebe Bridgers, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into that I, uh, too much. I, yeah, I've heard I've heard her referenced a few times, and um, but I, yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know that much. Um, yeah, follow I, her on Twitter and watch okay. her SNL performance. To, okay, to get and she she's just so strange. Yeah, um, it's just so so cool and yeah. weird and uh, kind of love Phoebe Bridgers. Nice, I'll give it a shot. Um, yeah. So uh, another uh, another quote that I had. Um, this comes from. This speaks also to his influence and. I, I sort of, yeah, anyway, I have a question after this, but this is from, uh, and I'm going to get her last name wrong because I don't know how to say it, Sadie Dupuy, I guess, D-U-P-U-I-S, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, anyway, uh, Sadie from uh, the band Speedy Ortiz, have you ever heard of Speedy Ortiz? Nope. Um Anyway, they're really good, uh, you should check out Speedy Ortiz, uh, she says, I can think of a million recording tricks that are that are my go-tos uh, that I copped from, directly from Elliott Smith albums, organs mix low into the track, drums that come in 20 seconds before the song ends, double tracking everything, I could go on and on, um, she said. Uh, his chord progressions and voicings sound simple enough on first listen, but try playing them yourself and it's impossible. He had a totally brilliant command of guitar and an incomparable style. Um, so I guess that's one of my questions. That was going to be one of my questions and one of the reasons I wanted to do an Elliot Smith uh, episode was to be able to ask, like, what is the thing? Like, you, you, the, what is that thing that you're gesturing toward when you talk about, like, your mom hearing that thing in the Beatles? What is that thing? Because, yeah. like, I hear it too, but it's not, yeah. it's not sort of, it's not lyrics, right? His lyrics are good, but if his lyrics were shit, it no. would still be amazing. And it's not, yeah. it's not technicality, even though, no. you know what I mean? It's not a sort of yeah. Chris Thiele technicality. Uh, yeah. It's something but, else. But, but... Chris Thiele does have that thing that yeah. we're talking about in spades. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he does. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's... The uh, the um, the pompous com- composer would say it's yeah. like a musical, like, in, uh, intelligence is the wrong word. Sure. It feels pretentious, but there, there, it... it 
you're utilizing progressions and key changes in a way that yeah well i think before i say that i should also say that uh the thing that i've always found so intriguing about music in general especially especially uh the types of music that really get me going which Mm -hmm. are like these interesting things that we're talking about yeah um there's no explanation as to why yeah there are there are there are um papers written about whether a major chord makes you feel happy inherently mm-hmm. or if it's something that we've learned oh, yeah, um, sure. over time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would a minor chord make you feel sad unless yes. that's something you'd learned? Or Why is it inherent? Associate? Yeah. Is there something inherent about the the wavelengths in uh-huh. a in a scientific way that uh-huh. make <laughs> that, that do something to your 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 brain your to brain trigger certain like chemicals yeah. to make you make you feel a certain way. That's fascinating. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't know that a lot of that stuff can be taught. I don't know that yeah. um, everyone. I don't know that everyone's able to hear mm-hmm. in a way that you tap into that. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a thing that exists. Yeah, <laughs> um, whatever it is is, and it has. I want to say it has something to do with like I, I read a quote where he talked about how his favorite parts of songs are like transitions, and I can really hear that in what yeah. he's doing. Like he he enjoys a complex shift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I wonder if some of it has to do with like subversion of expectation in a really nice way. Yeah. Um, subversion. Yeah, I was gonna say surprise. Surprise. You know, which yeah. Is exactly. Sub, sub, Ex- subversion of expectation. Exactly. Um, but yeah. not just surprise in the sense that like, oh, it's like it's 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 some some emotional surprise. It's like yeah. There, there's there's an emotional element to choosing a chord. Yeah. Um, that you weren't expecting, whether uh-huh. that emotion be, oh, this feels sad or happy or, yeah. um, or, or even like, uh, unpleasant. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, but it, it's, it's just a matter, maybe, maybe it has something to do with, um, typically pop music. The reason it's so easy to digest is because you, you, you know what to expect. It's all expect. You're yeah. not, you're not uh-huh. going to open a bag of Skittles and, and taste one and be like, right. Whoa! Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know the you know the Skittles. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know what's the coming. Skittles flavors. Yeah, you know what to expect. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if you yeah, if you put a, a Skittle in your mouth and it tastes like steak, right? Steak tastes good, but it yeah. would be a subversion of expectation in a way that might not work or something like yeah. that. Um, so, I, I, and and that sort of leads into another question that I had about, and I don't mean like you answer this question, but questions for us to discuss, like, um, why is it the case? that he is such a big deal for musicians, but not, he's, he wasn't Nirvana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but yeah. he is such a big deal. It reminds me of like other bands that I hear talked about in this way are like, you know, um, uh, Sonic Youth. I hear them talked about in that way. Sure. Or Neutral Milk sure. Hotel. Or um, I was going to mention yeah. um, Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah. Uh, Apples, the apples in stereo. Mm-hmm. Basically, that that wave of uh, four track recording bands in the late '90s, early 2000s yeah. for uh, like the Elephant Six Recording Company. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. we should we, we should, should talk yeah. about at some point. But yep, um, there's definitely a through line of there. There's 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 a something about those types of bands and recordings that very much feels like 
Elliot Smith, but like just not as good. Sure, sure. <laughs> I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But I, I, I think more in terms of like, why is it that there are these categories of bands, whether it's Elliot Smith or it's Neutral Milk Hotel or whoever, where they're like bands for people in bands. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. bands that... I, Radiohead's another example, right? I mean, and Radiohead yeah. has large sort of popular, you know, acceptance, but it's like people in yeah. bands like these bands, like Elliot but, Smith and, and Radiohead and stuff. Radiohead does have that, but they also, yeah. you know... They they've also um, discontinued everyone's favorite Radiohead song yeah. because it's because they were kids when they wrote it. Yes. And they're like, no, yeah. this isn't this isn't good music. This isn't what we were doing. Um, yeah. I mean, regardless of how you feel about Radiohead, though, sure, Creep is good music. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Creep is good music. It's like great. Weezer's good music. Yeah, it's great. Right? Uh huh. Yeah. But what Radiohead is capable of yeah. as a unit is is much more. Yes. Um, there's a reason that. Uh, the Punch Brothers cover Radiohead. Yes, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, there, there's something that's just like, um, something so, um, not gimmicky about what he's doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and I wouldn't call Nirvana gimmicky at all. But no, Nirvana just uh inherently in the style of music they play and 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 the way they look and the mm-hmm. way they sounded like yeah you could easily say oh look they're this type of thing they're more marketable this. to some extent yeah they're more marketable yeah, yeah. maybe mm-hmm. um but with this kind of stuff it's like yeah yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know that I can answer that it's, question. Let me let me <clears throat> let me take a stab at it. And I haven't thought about this before. Um, and this is going to sound pretentious as shit, but I'm I'm doing it anyway. Um, which That's is cool, like man. maybe it's the case that it goes back to sort of what you were saying, which is like like intelligence is the wrong word. But it like yeah. musical something, something that's like the word intelligence that doesn't mean that people who don't have it are stupid or anything. You know what I mean? No. Like not that, but like there is some sort of musical, uh, an awareness of musical nuance or something that is like, that. It, because it, when you look at Elliot Smith, all those other factors that you were talking about from Nirvana are not there. Like he doesn't look particularly cool. I mean, he's just a dude with with uh, he's just yeah. a, like a white dude with moppy hair. Um, yeah, he doesn't. Well, I mean, the songs aren't like huge hooks. It's not like you know what I mean. It doesn't all revolve yeah. around a super catchy hook. Yeah, um, it's just the only you thing know, to hang your hat on is just the complexity, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it's the complexity, but like it's not hard to digest. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's true. But then if you look at, like, again, like, this isn't take a dump on Ryan, a- Ryan Adams episode, but we can if we want. <laughs> sure, whatever. He's, whatever. It's yeah, fine. He can, he, apparently he sucks yeah. really bad. That's what we um, hear. But I, I feel like, all right, let, let's take a trip to pretension zone. Yeah, let's do it. I feel I like there's going to there's gonna be a large group of average yeah. kind of consumer listeners who are going to say, Elliot Smith and Ryan Adams, yeah, they're great. We like these two oh, bands in uh-huh. the same way, right, or these right. two artists in the same way. Sure. And then you have other people who, 
just get why they're not the same. Yeah, sure. You get it. Sure. Um, yeah. And maybe you can't, maybe you can't really articulate it in yeah. the way you want to. Mm-hmm. With man, and a lot of it is just me trying just not to sound pretentious. Yeah, sure. Right. But it's to, fine. Snobby or something. <laughs> um, but they're not the same, and I yeah, think that's the not. thing is that like, you know, you have Ryan Adams who uh, arguably achieved a much larger success yeah um yeah and it's because he you know he went after it i, I don't know right his story very much but yeah um well and and to be fair to be fair to you know uh, ryan adams not that we have to be but to be fair you know and give some context ryan adams is also not trying to do what elliot smith is doing and failing right uh, musically, right. he's trying to do something else, and he seems like yeah, he's achieving and the, and what he's trying to do. I, I'm um, trying to, I'm trying to, yeah. to approach it from from the view of the consumer, consumer who yeah. sees them the same. Definitely, definitely, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, in terms of like, it's stripped down, it's alternative. Like, yeah, there's a lot of acoustic driven sounds, um, yeah. and that's about as deep as the analysis goes, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and, and also it's kind of, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like this might just be circular reasoning or a necessary truth, but it's almost one of those things where like, this is the, one of the guys who like people in bands, many of them in certain types of bands, you know, will point to him and go, that's what we're trying to do. And yeah. when we fail at doing that, it comes out as our sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. hundred <laughs> um, percent. So, um, uh, one of my favorite bands for a time. Yeah. Uh, did you ever listen to Metric? A little bit, not much. Mm-mm. I uh, I remember you liking them a lot, but I never got into them. Yeah. Um. I I, I never understood what it was about Metric. Yeah. I I can't compare Metric. Uh, their kind of <laughs> their musical intelligence. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. that it's on the same level as uh, uh as Elliot Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, let's see, they had a, they had a, a, I think it was a self-titled record, um, but, uh, there's something about this band, um, that doesn't sound like Elliot Smith. Yeah, yeah. But the way she sings and the 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 kind of the calmness in her voice, the uh-huh. this calm, steady kind of airy nature of her voice. Um, there's also a connect there where I, for whatever, I don't understand why I loved Metric. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was. Um, oh yeah, I remember out? this song. Yeah, this album came out in like. 2006 maybe 7 oh 2009 oh later sure. um and uh it just like was calming to me uh-huh and uh come to find out uh the singer of this band uh was really really influenced by Elliot Smith but <laughs> sure. i mean who wasn't like who wasn't yeah um, of course i mean yeah. even like uh uh, Arcade Fire. Oh yeah. Um, oh yes. Yeah. I, I saw his. I saw Elliot Smith described as a chamber pop in in somewhere in a in an article or something like that, and I was like, that's a very Arcade Fire description of him. 
Yeah, uh, it's probably better for Arcade Fire um, than for him, but still. Uh, from what I understand, yeah. artists like Beck were really influenced by Elliot Smith, I which see it. makes a lot of sense. It does. And and part of it, it, it you know, it, it's weird uh, looking back, it being like, you know, 20, 21 yeah. now, right? Yeah. Um, Beck's an older guy now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Elliot Smith died in 2003. Yeah. And I'm not even sure how old he was. So, like, he was 34. It's. 34 like yeah. he was my age yep um and uh that was in 2003 so like he's eternally yeah this younger yeah it's a good point you know yeah so thinking about beck i'm like beck wasn't influenced by elliot smith beck's an old guy like right. oh no elliot smith would be yeah uh Wow, he'd be well, fifty like one now or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, well, and and Beck and Beck uh, had put out. I could be wrong about this, but I think Beck had like put out songs, right? Like Mellow Gold, uh, like with Loser on it and stuff. I want to say that came out in like ninety four, ninety five. I might be wrong. Sure, um, I'm, but yeah, I mean, you know, and and it, and, and, and it probably was, le- you know. But it's also one of those deals where even if you were already playing music at the time, you were probably influenced by this dude, you know? Yeah. Um, or once you heard him, you went and listened to more or whatever it was. Um, yeah, Mellow Gold came out in 94. Yeah, 94. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, sure. But yeah. still, I mean, it still makes sense that, like, yeah. Beck probably heard this and got into it and, you know, that yeah. kind of and thing. I, and I'm not sure that um, you can just pinpoint it other than there's just, like, an authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, um, it feels it makes other music to me feel. And don't get me wrong, Elliot Smith is not my favorite, um, not like my yeah, favorite sure. artist or anything like that. Um, yeah, it's just a it's just a stone cold recognition, like knowing what it takes to put a song together, knowing what he's understanding what he's doing, even though I couldn't do it. Is very you know it it yeah. uh, it's just a just a recognition of something like genius you know so just something on that yeah. level of like sure. this does not happen often and it's very fascinating yeah um but yeah so yeah so the um the the way i heard about elliot smith mm-hmm. was the way in which he died yes okay mm-hmm. um yeah. oh wait one more thing mm-hmm. um uh a, a lot of people compare something about Billie Eilish to Elliot Smith. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, um, I, I only know a little bit, a tiny bit of Billie Eilish, but... Um, yeah, uh, she, yeah, she's I kind of... It's it's very, Billie, like... Billie Eilish is dope. Yeah, I liked um, the there, song so, that I heard. It's sort of dark and it's whispery, so I could I could see people yes. doing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the only thing for many years that I knew about um, Elliot Smith is that he died... Um, and, and many people just like Kurt Cobain will say, yeah, here are all the reasons why he was murdered. Right. Oh, right. Um, sure. But, uh, that he died to, uh, self inflicted stab wounds to the chest. Yes. And his, Um, his partner at the time was in the home with him apparently, but she mm -hmm. was in the shower, I think something like that. Um, right. And one of the reasons that people had speculated about it, um, at least, and this is all conjecture, who knows, this is all, you know, um, yeah. this is all nonsense, take take it for nothing, but uh, I did come across somewhere that someone, uh, that there was, there were no, what they call hesitation wounds, 
Um, yeah, I read that. that. That, you know, typically you would have if it was self-inflicted. Um, but yeah, died super young, died at 34, stabbed twice in the chest, um, probably self-inflicted, let's yep. say, I guess. Um, but real tragic yeah. and real, yeah. Yeah. and Too um, soon kind of thing. Yeah, and there's something about um, suicide in general. Yeah. Um, the thought of suicide, um, when I hear about that happening, yeah. I can't help but like try put myself uh, in that place for a minute. Like, yeah. what would it might take to to get you to that point, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you hear about like us, us you know, celebrities, you know, like yeah. uh, Robin Williams um, uh, mm-hmm. when yeah. that happened. Yep. Um, even the the singer for like Lincoln Park when that happened. Uh huh. Um, and, and then thinking about Elliot Smith, like, uh, and, and, uh, super not cool card on my part. Um, I'm not the cool guy, but I, I did watch 13 reasons why, which is a, a, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. a, a mm-hmm. show about suicide. Right. Right. And it's a show and it, it is problematic in my opinion. Sure. Um, I didn't watch the second season because the first season made me just feel really weird. Yeah. And it's a show about this girl who, this, this teenager in high school who, uh, commits suicide mm-hmm. and leaves these tapes for people to hear. Yeah. And the whole show is like them, like this guy and all these people, like they're basically still like in this narrative and dialogue with this person who's died. Yeah. So the show makes it feel like, Oh, well now she's still living. Like yeah. she, she, she showed everyone what, you know? Yes. And then toward the end of the, and then toward towards the end of the, it may be in the last episode. I don't know. Mm. They actually show the uh, present scene of the suicide. Yeah. And yep. it really, really bothered me. Yeah, um, for sure. There's there's, there's uh, just an element of like um, just sheer... It's just sheer human real... Yeah. tragedy yeah of um, course that that it just i mean it, uh, of course this is just like uh, of course it's tragic but and of course the things that you know people feel the way i'm probably saying but mm-hmm. there's something about when, when these things happen that like yeah just just really really i i don't hear it and just oh that's sad and then move on like yeah, it, yeah. like i i'm i'm there in it for a time mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I don't even know what what I'm talking about or or why why I'm going there, but like, sure. I don't know. When I first heard, I think like my first, uh, my my first dialogue, I guess, with Elliot Smith was about how he died. Yeah. And how yeah. and how troubling that was to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of glad, like you know, I I think it's one of those things where. Like, for example, I'm glad we got as far into the... Because, I mean, we're probably wrapping up. I'm glad we got to wait yeah. till the end until we got sure. to that, right? Because, like, that's not... I feel like it's it's one of those things. It's almost like, um, almost like Kurt Cobain, the same sort of thing, where it's like that becomes sort of a defining thing yeah. that just projects backward over the person's life, you know? Um, yeah. And especially in cases where 
it's easy to read the person's artistic work in light of that. You know what I mean? So like it, it's yeah. maybe not as easy for like a Robin Williams where you have all these upbeat, like kind of fun, you know, artistic performances um, before yeah. before he does that. But with like Elliot Smith where he's dealing in these very complicated and complex stuff and he's like got, you know, uh, drug problems, um, pretty well known and, and alcohol problems and the same with Cobain and stuff. It becomes this like punctuated um, sort of like... Yeah, like a screen through which everything else they did gets talked about, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. and that's a bummer because, you know, a lot of these, like you said, L.A., for example, is like a it's a, an emotionally sort of upbeat song, um, regardless of what the yeah. words are. You know, he's doing a lot of things. It's not all it's not all sad. Um, and even, even yeah. some of it's very just sort of even some of the stuff that yeah. is more down is just complex complex and it's, pensive um, and thoughtful and stuff yeah it, it <clears throat> it's it's a lot of the stuff he does is like i think the human experience is like happy and sad at oh, the yeah. same time yep like um yeah, it's a good point i mean wa- watch uh watch inside out <laughs> yeah yeah i still haven't seen it and every time okay. you say that i i know that man I need to like see it, but <laughs> and it, it's you yeah. know once 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 it's over like it's like okay yeah i get it yeah yeah but you got me yeah yeah yeah. you got me hard you it's got like me. the the you know the the whole the the thing is the 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 point of the movie is that when you're a kid you either feel happy or you're sad or you're mad yeah. and then when you learn that like um the uh the saddest memory you have is mixed with your the the warmth of your your parents yeah. it all holding becomes, you yeah. it all becomes this <laughs> yeah. this blend of emotions it's and that's okay and, yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, that makes sense yeah it, it it's a it's a wonderful movie i mean it's I need, a great it's a great <laughs> movie like, i need to that, see it kids need to kids need to yeah need that you yeah. know well i, I think, needed that i think that i think you saying that sums up sums up the sort of question that i was asking the most which is what is what is the thing and i think that might be a way into actually saying what the thing is the thing that like the beatles and elliot smith and all these important people and one of the things i was going to say is like it makes it feel like other other music is silly after you listen to it like you listen to elliot sure. smith and then you listen to something else and you go well that kind of seems silly you know what i mean um and it's <laughs> yeah. like which is funny but and I, it's a, and that which is okay it's okay, it's okay yeah it's okay silly. and then you can get into the world but of you that have music to, but, and it doesn't feel silly yeah. if you're not coming to it fresh off some Elliot Smith. But like it kind of is that thing that it's it's very um indicative of for lack of a better term, like the human experience, because mm-hmm. it is it is multiple emotions layered on top of one another at once. And so it yeah. feels very much like existence, um, which is a yeah. lot. <laughs> so yeah. and is also great, but is also a lot. Um Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely have had that thing like where I'll be listening to him and then I'll put on something else. And something that's not even necessarily... Like I listen to silly music too, but I'll put on something mm-hmm. that's not even necessarily supposed to be silly. It's just a different genre. And I'm like, well, this seems kind of simplistic. <laughs> you know, this seems kind of yeah. silly. Um, yeah, this is like... But anyway. Should have started the day off with the silly one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't go like, the other direction. Come, come in strong with the... Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, well, that's all I got for Elliot Smith. You got anything, any other like, yeah, notes no, you got to get out? I, I had a lot more than I thought. Sure. I didn't take many notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you came out on that side. I was, I was very curious if you would be like, 
I mean, it's good, and I get it, but like yeah. you know, <laughs> I thought you might just be like, yeah. eh. <laughs> it's, it's fine he's yeah, a singer songwriter and it's i mean it's good he's very he listened to a lot of beatles the end so uh i'm yeah. glad you were able to find a hook so yeah for um, sure i if 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 the, if there's if there's a thread there somewhere yeah I'll, I'll 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 go down it and see what happens for sure and sometimes it's like sometimes it's frustrating because i'm like i should like this and sometimes ah, it's yeah. like in this case it's like Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, we're sure. good. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Dope. Uh, well, you want to rate uh, Elliot Smith? Yeah. Okay, it. cool. Uh, you want to go? You want me? You can. All right. Um, so, uh, you know, as I said, he, he's. I do think he's, like, uh, on the level of songwriting genius and stuff like that, just in an objective sense. It just is true that he's a master at doing that. Um at the same time, he's not my favorite for a bunch of like style and aesthetic reasons. Like he doesn't do, I like what he does, but it's not like my home base. I, I love visiting there, but I wouldn't want to live there. Uh, it's nice to have a summer home or something there, but you know, that kind of thing. So that, and then also, you know, yeah, that's all. Well, I'll leave it there. Um, he's not my favorite, so I'm not going to give you 10 out of 10. Um, but he's so good, I'm going to have to come close. So I'm just going to give him a 9.5 out of 10. I'm give him a 9.5 yeah. out of 10 uh spider web thin voices which is um i had heard him his described that way so we're gonna say that yeah okay um first of all uh false (laughs) okay Uh, i don't think i don't think of his voice as thin at all oh okay i didn't say it i I read a quote i think yeah i i think i think it's got a nice warm Ah, balance sure okay sure so they don't thin like (laughs) light and thin aren't the same thing okay uh, journalist, yeah, <laughs> music journalist, <laughs> yeah. You think you're better than me? Yeah, they did. They said so. Music journalist. They said so. Yeah. You writing for your your BuzzFeed article? You BuzzFeed. Think you, Top ten you, adjectives to describe Elliot Smith's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd read that. Yeah, probably. I'd, I'd do. I'd do the little. Yeah. I'd get every com- click. I'd is get a commission. Penny or whatever. I'd get commissioned to write it. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was tight. Anyway, yeah. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna go quite as high, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, Do it. I feel like I haven't earned it. Oh, okay. Huh. I, I feel like I feel like I need more time to. Yeah. I feel like Elliot Smith could be like a a a big like for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if I if I go too high i'm like yeah um it's like it's like come like like you, you're faking it you you think you could just come in here and, yeah you, know? you gotta earn that shit um, yeah yeah so sure. Sure. I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do an 8.5 okay yeah give it um, room to grow and i yeah yeah and i feel like i feel like it's gonna grow into a nice a nice big number sure that's a big number what am i talking yeah, about yeah <laughs> like that's a that's a that's a good sure um i'm gonna sure. give him I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, uh, one of my favorite things I read that yeah. I didn't mention. Yeah, I'm gonna give him eight point five. Uh-huh. Be hooded every man standing before a swirling <laughs> psychedelic mural. Very good. Yeah, that makes sense. Plural that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's Elliot Smith. And I think that was good. I think part of it is like when when like when you grew up when when we grew up. Yeah. And and you're always wearing that hoodie, that black yeah, gotta hoodie. have a hoodie, yeah, for sure. Um, they're just like you. 
you know yeah you you're, know what i'm saying you're the you're the hoodie to every the hoodie man. the hoodie means a thing yeah it does it's your it hoodie. means a thing yeah. yeah it does yeah yeah it does all right, that's I Elliot Smith. I just bought it. Hey, hold what? On. I just bought it. I just bought a <laughs> black hoodie for the first time in a, a long while. Really? Now that it's getting warm, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I I have two hoodies. I have a or not. That's it for Elliot Smith. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for Elliot Smith. Uh, thanks for listening. Comic Creatives, dual production, Destination Nation Network, and also Rock Candy Recordings out of Asheville, North Carolina. Go to destinationcomics.com and also rockcandyrecordings.com. Do all that stuff. They got new podcasts now. We didn't even talk about this, so we might have to plug it on the next one. Um, they got they got a couple new podcasts happening, so go check all that like stuff eight. out. I know eight new casts come over here and uh, send us an email. You, if you come over here, you can just tell us, but send us an email, common creatives podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you want us to talk about or hit us up on Instagram, common creatives podcast. And also go listen to me on Magpod Cause that was fun. And then, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so as far as, um, being a musical genius that you didn't know about, would you concur? Yeah. I, I now I know. Yeah. Now, you so, know, knowing is half the know. battle. All right. And if you don't know, then I know. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. DNN. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.